Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. We're the stars of this piece of shit! I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. I am PK. <laughs> I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Beast Legends box set. Fucking garbage! Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are? Ah, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot... You fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! Film. I'm not really familiar with I would that. argue that it's better than Rocky Horror Picture Show. Wow, let's not get crazy. Movie, movie to movie, uh-huh. it is better than Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I'll tell you why. Because I cannot watch Rocky Horror Picture Show just like, oh, look, Rocky Horror Picture Show is on. Let me watch it. I can't do it. Okay. If it's a, if it's a stage production, right. I could probably do it. But just the movie, I, I can't do that. If it's a live audience callback participation, right. you, all you, on board. You can do that. I can do that but with shock just, treatment. You just can't watch it with a, like, a bunch of people in your home. Maybe if everybody's kind of goofing on it and having fun. Yeah, yeah. but then again, that kind of defeats the purpose. I guess. But shock treatment, I could actually just sit down and watch. Okay, I get it. So movie to movie, I think shock treatment is better. Okay. Experience to experience, nothing will ever beat Rocky. Rocky's like top of the line that's a fair point but but there it is 
We move on. This is episode 423. Yes. We are calling it... Begathon Part 3. That's right. Because much like the Energizer Bunny, it keeps going and going. Well, uh, you know, it has to keep going. It does. You know, we are uh, we're struggling right now uh, to get to New York Comic Con. And uh, we're asking once again everybody to reach way down deep. Right. And send us your nickels and dimes. That's right. You can do it uh, via the PayPal button over at BK Geek Stuff. That's right. Or you can go directly to PayPal and you can use Big Kev's Geek Stuff at gmail.com. Correctamundo. And it would be a mistake for you to assume a few things. One, it would be a mistake for you to assume that we are close and therefore we do not need your participation. That's a mistake. Right. We do need your participation. We are not that close. And we would appreciate it very much. The second thing you should not assume. Uh, you should not assume. Wait, there were two things. I had two things. I, I, don't, I don't know what the second uh, thing is. So Let's focus on the first close. thing. Don't assume anything. <laughs> I, I, I want to say thank you to everybody who has actually Absolutely. donated so far. Um, Absolutely. You guys have been tremendous. Yeah. Um, those of you who have done it. I recognize some of your names. Oh. You're a bunch of good eggs. Oh, I got it. Wow. I got the second thing. You should not assume that a dollar or two or five or ten is too low oh, of no. a contribution. Oh, no, it is not. So that was the second. I knew there was it, a second it, thing. It is not. Because you know why? A dollar a day keeps the crave away. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But conjuring up awful images, of course. But like uh, like we were saying, like I was saying, OG was saying every little bit helps. We need every little bit of help that we can get right in order to uh, continue bringing you uh, great programming like you're listening to right now on Big Kev's Geek Stuff, as well as the special coverage that we will do uh, at New York Comic Con and other cons this year. Sure. So. Um, I want to say um, that uh, um, uh, we will not compromise our standards, however, uh, for you to give us a donation. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. So, uh, hey, listen, I, he was mostly joking and he's still listening. So, Are I'm we gonna, sure? Oh, no, absolutely. He, oh, said, okay. he said he liked the fact that we disagreed. It okay. made it entertaining. So, so Jay Slowey. John Slowey on the Twitter. Slowey. Said that he would make a donation if we quit bashing on Batman versus Superman. To which I promptly replied, no. But then Earthly Gnome at Chuck53 on the Twitter said, how about if I make a donation, you keep bashing on Batman versus Superman. And let me tell you what. uh, uh, Chuck53, Earthly Gnome, uh, he did make a donation. (laughs) Oh, he did. He did. Ah, and what about? Not that we needed it. What about slowly? He did not. Not that we needed it to continue to bash. Uh, no, uh, absolutely not. Uh, we will provide that to you for free. We're right. If we feel it is appropriate, uh, and it comes up in the news, then there it is. And is it bashing, or are we just sharing the opinion shared by most people? My response was: Listen, we're not bashing you for your opinion, although we may think that your opinion is horrendously wrong but it is your opinion and you are entitled to it correct however we will not um curb our opinions correct so there it is we don't we don't do that for anybody that's right i mean any product that you hear us review 
whether it's provided by one of us or by one of the fine manufacturers, we're giving you the straight dope. We're sure. giving you our impressions, our feelings, our review of that product, and we don't care if right somebody has sent it to us or whether we purchased it ourselves and that entitles us to bash it. That's not anywhere even remotely on our radar. Sure. What is on our radar is sharing the opinions that we have been sharing for more than 10 years. And, and apparently the opinion that Mel Gibson shares with us. <laughs> did you did you see that? No. So someone was talking to Mel Gibson. I guess he's promoting a new film, his new World War II flick, which I, I can't remember the name of off the top of my head. He's still making movies? But, uh, he is. And, and actually, he may be crazy, but his movies are pretty good. I like his movies. Is, I still think he's a good director. Is he performing I, in this one, or did he direct it? I believe or? he is just directing. Uh, oh, just directing. Um, yes. Oh. I don't know if he wrote this one as well, but he, he is directing. But anyway. How does um, he kill Jesus he, in this one? He, he doesn't. Um, but, uh, you know, he said, someone asked him about blockbuster movies, and he said, like, Batman versus Superman, those movies are complete shit. And then he went on to describe a couple of movies. Now, here's the funny thing. The Marvel people were so quick to be like ah mel gibson thinks that batman versus superman was complete shit but that's not really what he said if you really read what he said he said spandex movies and superhero movies in general are complete shit and he doesn't get it and he doesn't understand how a movie needs to make you know half a billion dollars to be successful or how a movie could cost you know $600,000 $600,000 to make when his movie was made. 600, you know, $600 million. I'm sorry, million. When his movie cost a meager $40 million or whatever the budget was right. for his movie. Um, so I, I just thought it was funny how people were so quick to be like, oh, he hates Batman. No, he, he, he didn't see Batman versus He Superman. hates everything. He hates everything. Especially Jews. <laughs> right. Right. Well, that's, so there you go. that's like a common... That, is, everybody is, knows that he is. Is Martha a Jewish name? It doesn't strike me as a Jewish name. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that it is. I don't know that anybody in the pantheon of that movie is Jewish that I'm aware of. There you go. So there you go. Sally Field, is she Jewish? I don't believe she is. Oh, but she's not in that movie, is she? Wait, was she? No, I'm getting her no. confused with... Uh, no, Sally Field. Yes. Uh, would was have been, old was was middle Aunt May was middle Aunt May <laughs> was yes. middle Aunt May not hot Aunt May not hot Aunt May not way old not Aunt way May. old Aunt May middle Aunt May. middle Aunt May my my apologies all right let's get to uh, let's get on with the news though back okay. to why I picked shock treatment yes for the opening song because this week we got some images from the set of uh, Spider Man Homecoming that showed a shocker yeah on the set in his costume. And immediately there was uh, it was split pretty much down the middle. I, I will say that some people right, were so like, what, what "It's camp comp- are you in?" I am in the. I think it actually looks great. I think it's a great interpretation of that character for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I also think that this is not the final form of Shocker. I think this is the this is the initial this is the initial turnabout. For Shocker. I think he's a throwaway. I absolutely think he's a throwaway. And, like, the beginning of the movie guy. I, I agree with that as well. And I think I think this is it. Well, even if it is it, I still think the costume is okay. Because, look, we're coming into an established Spider-Man universe, which means there are established villains, right. and there are going to be new villains. So maybe Shocker is the established and Vulture will be the new. I guess. Right? Could do that. And and 
look, Peter Parker's original costume, which we saw in that flashback sequence, or um, not wasn't really a the recruitment sequence right. in, in Cap, was what you expected Parker's an original costume to be. It was yeah. sweatpants and a hoodie, much like it's been in a hundred other versions right. of that character. And not till he gets all Tony Starked up does he get something nice. This is the rags to riches version of the Shocker. That's what I think. I'm good and with look, that. And with Tinker, the Tinkerer being in the movie as well, it's quite possible that maybe we do eventually at some point down the line, not maybe in this movie, but maybe we see another version of the Shocker and this is his early stage. Maybe. I'm, I'm okay with that as a concept, but I don't hate it. You could see the triangle pattern, the color the coloring Color sequences are on. Brown and yellow. He's got the he's got the arm the band thing, the thingies, the gauntlets. Yeah, I mean right. it's, it is what it is. I am hoping if there is any sort of god, yeah, that there is at least one Jamie Foxx joke in this movie, <laughs> maybe related to Shocker. Well, remember, remember for those of you who don't know, Shocker's abilities, although it's his name, it's not actually electricity. It's much more like vibration. And like pulse technology, which you always know, led me to like believe, like a joy buzzer. <laughs> yeah, but it always led me to believe. How come Shocker? How come Shocker was never a much bigger threat to Venom? Entirely different conversation. But he he so could have been. Yeah, he so could have been the perfect like because he was a knucklehead throwaway. That's I why. know, I know. But if they ever wanted to like up the ante with him, he would have been a great. He would have been a great, like, toss-away adversary for Venom in, like, the Venom solo series. Maybe he wasn't. I just don't remember. But anyway. I don't think so. So there you go. So, shocker. Um, by the way, there are some people who are insisting that these are not real pictures and that Marvel has confirmed that they're not real pictures. But I've yet to find one actual source that says they're not real. Okay. So. We're taking them as real. I, hey, listen. When you find something on a, a, a newsworthy outlet... Uh, like Latino Review. These did not come from Latino Review. Or uh, what's the other Heroic one? Hollywood. Heroic Hollywood. Yeah. When you when you have died in the wool, right? Uh, reporters like that providing you information, you believe it? Sure, sure. I've also confirmed your casting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Who have I been cast at? So my sketch can get done. <laughs> I don't know. Who do you who do you want to be? Hmm. You'd make a lovely Gwen Stacy. Uh, no. You no, do. No. Have, you have luscious blonde locks. I do, but no, I don't think I would go the Gwen Stacy route. I think I'm more of a. Uh, I don't know what would you. What would you? Jack o' lantern, Mysterio. J well, Jack o' lantern and Mysterio <laughs> is just like, who cares? <laughs> like, there's no face in there, right? Because you have a face for a mask. I, what I'm I, saying. I, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I'm saying I don't. <laughs> Uh, hmm. Let's see. Spider foes. Hmm. Rhino? Well, you could be Rhino. I think I could do Rhino, yeah. But not that awful Paul Giamatti robot. No, movie. not techno Rhino. <laughs> I mean, I mean full on Rhino skin Rhino. Yeah, I, yeah, Rhino's okay. Rhino's okay. I don't think I'm ethnic enough for Craven. Like, like one knock, like, like you're like one step away from like crackling with the Rhino hide. You know what I'm saying? You're you're not far off, but Rhino's easy. Like you picked, like Felicia Hardy. Like that was like a. I did because I thought it would be silly and ridiculous. Well, I'm 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 trying to think the same way. It's easy to say, oh, he's he's a uh, Rhino because he's a big dude. That's easy. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I 
uh, who who a scorpion? No, Fili- no. I mean it. No, that's I'm, why I'm, Gwen Stacy is the way to go. It I'm, is the most ridiculous for you. It's not blonde I, I, hair. Let me you see. in a cute purple skirt. Come me, on, Morbius. <laughs> no. Morbius. I mean, I mean, you have been around for about a million years, so you what? could be a vampire. But, <laughs> but. Uh, what about? Oh, uh, let's see, let's see. I'm looking at. I'm now looking at pictures because I'm like, there's got to be somebody on here that's at least. Yeah, Kingpin. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I I wasn't born today. I'm aware. I'm a big person. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is a nice list. Oh, who's that? I don't know who. I don't know who that is. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. I'd have to, I, I don't know. I guess Rhino's the easy choice. Sandman. Hey, sure. Sandman. It's just me in a green shirt. That's it. I can do that. I think that. I've seen that before. <laughs> I, I may have a green striped <laughs> shirt laying around somewhere. All right. I don't know. Anyway, I the point being is I think this one is legit. Okay. If you think so. All right. Let's move on. Legends of Tomorrow, a new spot dropped last week. We got our first look at Stargirl. Uh-huh. The upcoming... uh, barely a look. No, you know what? If you, if you were able to capture the image and stop it, it was a pretty good look. It was a pretty good look. Did you actually see a stopped version of the image? No, I because, didn't. Um, Hold on. I'm going to check one out right now. Oh, do you have one available? Oh, Oh, nice. It's not. It's pretty good. It's about the costume. It's, it's pretty much exactly what Stargirl looks like. What I love, though, was I got into it. I got into a bit of a scuffle with someone who was like, I can't believe how cheap she looks. The costume looks like utter garbage. And I'm like, are you fucking retarded? It looks exactly like Stargirl. And first of all, we're not really getting a good shot of well, the costume. But as far as the look goes, it yeah. looks exactly like Stargirl. It does. The blue kind of shirt midriff maybe with the stars on the sleeve and the big star on the chest it Uh looks exactly like star girl for you to be nitpicky and be like it looks like it's cheaply made you got that out of that that out of that picture sequence and that screenshot uh star girl still my favorite bombshell i know i know just saying so uh yeah so she looks pretty cool um i'm down with that we also got to look at reverse flash although i can't tell who it is is it is it is it thawn is it I mean, it could is be it Harrison Wells. It could be any of yeah, them. Yeah, I don't know who it is. I mean, because they're time traveling, it literally could be any of them. It literally could be any. I of hope them. it's them. Uh, Greg Berlanti is developing a Black Lightning TV series currently in the works. Um, we don't know where it's being developed for, though. It, it does. The article doesn't say it's being grabbed by CW, so maybe he's developing it and seeing who grabs it. Although Black Lightning would be just a great. Another great addition to that universe. They gotta, they gotta do something with that costume though. That's impressive because every version of that costume is terrible. Kind of stinks. Yeah, but I mean, Berlanti, who has been part of developing the costumes for the CW universe, right. has done a pretty knock-up job thus far. I mean, Firestorm looks great. Arrow finally looks halfway decent. Both versions of Canary, I thought, looked good. Um, Arsenal and Speedy looked fine. Um, who who else? Um, I don't know. I think everybody's looked pretty good. Yeah. I mean, seriously, yeah. we're, we're power, looking at it's some a power pictures. cage knockoff. A power cage, power <laughs> man, uh, Luke, Luke cage. cage knockoff. Yeah, I'm looking for the other one though. Am no, I... there was a, there was a more modern version of the character where he was like no bald. It's this one. Yeah, 
That's the one you're thinking of. Yeah, that one's all right. Yeah, that, that and that okay. one would kind of fit in with this universe. I mean, you could see where they would do that. No, like this... dark blue, maybe. Remember that one? <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> the the naked legs one. <laughs> the superpowers one. Yeah. Is that what that was? I, I thought, I'm going to, you know what? I'm just going to check here because I don't think that's Black Lightning. Well, look, the character was created in 77. So that's the right time frame for that character. Um, yeah, it's Black Vulcan. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. it's not Black Lightning. I'm I'm sure there's a st- <laughs> That's a nice shot. <laughs> that's I'm sure there yeah. is a story because I think they're um I, I think they're essentially the same character. The problem is Black Vulcan, which is this which is this guy. Oh god. Is owned by is is a Hanna Barbera property. Right. He's one of the added on super friends, I like just... Apache Chief and uh uh, what's his name? The Japanese samurai. Yeah. Uh, the character also made an appearance in the 1992 Saturday Night Live sketch played by Sinbad for the death of Superman's funeral where he tries to crash the funeral. I actually remember that sketch. It's actually kind of funny. All right. Going back yeah. to Homecoming. Uh-huh. Hold on what? Oh, did, did you did you want to look him up more? Oh no 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 oh. no I no no I just said huh I I you know I never made the distinction I'm wonder, I'm wondering now if uh, if there's some some lawsuit connection between Black Lightning and Black oh, Vulcan you know what let's let's stick with Greg Berlanti actually okay for a second uh, Greg Berlanti uh, has confirmed uh, that the Booster Gold movie that uh-huh. he's currently working on will not be part of the DC Extended Universe which and, is the film universe right and the the disconnection yeah. continues. So distance, distance, distance. So this is both good and bad, and I'll tell you why. It's it's great that it's not part of that universe because okay. hopefully, if it is Booster Gold and Blue Beetle, it will be. It could very well be a very funny, well executed film. Why I think it's bad is because I was really hoping for Booster Gold and Blue Beetle to be in TV. To be in TV, but that because, doesn't mean that they can't. No, be. but they've already teased Ted Cord. Um, they've teased, um, time and, travel and time travel, right. Booster gold is there. I yeah. mean, he, he could easily appear on legends and Berlanti again is working on that universe. I mean, who knows? Maybe, who knows? Maybe it's a, maybe that's a way to bring some of those characters to film. That maybe. could be interesting. Maybe they're going to, maybe there's a tie into the to bridge that universe yeah. so they can start doing movies. That'd be interesting. I think those I mean, movies might be okay. It might be a stretch, but I'd be all right with it. But look, I, I'm 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 for a buddy cop movie featuring those two if that's what it ends up being. Sure. And again, I, I put a lot of faith in Greg Berlanti. I've been pretty happy with most of the stuff that he's developed for CW. So, right. Um, in that regard, I'm okay with it. You you you're a bigger fan of both of those characters than I am. Well, I'm like peripherally 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 uh, a fan of those characters. I actually was not a fan of uh, Booster Gold. I never read Booster Gold. The only time I had anything to do with Booster Gold was when he was in. Justice League in the brief period in the let's call it mid to late 80s right when Guy Gardner was in there I mean because and that's why sure but I did read the entire run of Cord Blue Beetle until they did that great screw up right um I loved I loved that character Blue Beetle Blue Devil not ne- not related necessarily although they're in the same universe those books I really like those books Back in the 80s, those books sure. are a lot of fun. 
and um uh but I never not 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 booster gold so much although I thought they were hysterical together in those Justice League books and the and one of the things and blue beetle is actually um part of one of the funniest moments in comics that I have ever seen which is which is when when Guy Gardner oh yes squares off with Batman in that early issue one of those early issues at Justice League whatever whatever volume it is and he squares off with Batman and he says all right you're so tough come on he takes off the ring and he goes come on and Batman knocks him out with one punch and and he is just laughing like a lunatic and he's out and Ted Cord is just la- and for the rest of the issue, like you see Ted Cord and he's just laughing and he's just going. It's like ha ha ha, one punch, ha ha ha, yeah. one punch, and you can just imagine him just saying it over and over, just like, guffawing, like trying to catch his breath. <laughs> one punch, yeah, you know, like even the little like at, at one point it just has to be too much. It's like one punch, you know, like you can just imagine it, just the way that they lettered it and so on and so forth that was one of the funniest moments in comic history in my opinion and blue beetle was a part of it so i don't think booster gold was a part of that yeah. maybe he was but i don't remember but uh very funny so very I look, funny. I look forward to that uh back to homecoming real quick john favreau's happy hogan is going to return for homecoming too that makes sense i mean he's pretty closely tied with tony was was he tony's he wasn't his butler. What his was valet. he? He was his valet. So, like his driver. Right. That's what I thought. It was his yeah. chauffeur. Yeah. I think uh, he was like the so chauffeur. Look, you know, Tony's got to roll up to Queens or wherever Parker is living. He's gonna Hogan's gonna drive him. That's what that cameo will be. What What else? What other role would he? Oh, have? I don't. Know. I don't know that it would have another role necessarily. I'm just thinking, like, yeah. I mean, you know, I imagine if Stark is there and they want to get happy hogan in there i'm sure there's some comic relief reason why they want to do that so good i like happy hogan i like favreau and his return i I just think that why am i just thinking i mean i guess he i I mean i know he didn't die in iron man 3 but he had that big explosion in iron man 3 so i guess he's okay no he's seen the end of iron man 3 he's fine right he's fine yeah okay Yeah. yeah Yeah, actually, I think Tony sends him away at the end of Iron Man 3. Because right. Tony goes through that whole, I need to be alone yeah. kind of thing. Well, He goes through that sulking at the end. Right. Yeah. Actually, yeah. doesn't, no, doesn't Tony, doesn't, don't we see him, we see him someplace else. Happy Hogan? I thought so, yeah. I don't think so. He's not been in the Avengers movies. What was Falcon's first appearance? Ultron? Falcon's first appearance was Cap 2. Was he in Cap 2? Yeah, he was in... No, yeah, no, no, no. Winter was Soldier. Hogan in Cap 2? No. No? All right. That I'm aware I, of. I, I thought no. we saw him someplace, but he is all right. I do remember yeah. he is all right and bouncing around. So. Yeah, I just remember... I, I just have the just the vivid scene of the explosion and... Right. He's like... I mean, and Tony's taking the clues from Happy. He's right. like, all right, Happy, tell me what happened or whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah. But good. I mean, I, I like those characters. I like when they bring in those little characters. And and Maria, what's her name too, right? Um, Colby's yeah, Colby S- Colby Smol- Smolders character. She sure does. I don't remember Maria. Blah, blah, blah. Nah, I yeah. don't remember. But yeah, like I mean, I like those when they do those additional characters. Sure. That's great. Um, one last thing, I think, before we take our break, because tonight's episode is actually going to be back to a slightly shorter episode. Oh, is it? It is. Oh, also, that's because I wanna... we don't have that that 
that motor mouth PK no, I actually here. did want to acknowledge the fact that PK is not with us for the next couple of weeks. He is ramping up for his off-Broadway uh, production of Dementia Americana. Oh, is that what we're telling people? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were going with the... He asked us not to talk about the eyebrows thing. All right? <laughs> I wasn't I mean, even was going. Spinning, I wasn't even going and, there. And accidents happen. <laughs> accidents happen. They'll grow back. That's what I told them. Wow. They'll grow back. Okay, that's better than mine. <laughs> I was going for he's drying out. Oh, well. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, if you soaked yourself in gasoline. Anyway, the Lost Doctor Who episode, Power of the Daleks, uh-huh. which was an episode featuring, um, was it the fourth Doctor? Um, from 1974, uh, was it 1974? It was one of those episodes that was lost uh-huh. when BBC purged all of its archives. Right. And I guess they had the original audio, which they do for a lot of those episodes. They have yeah, audio recordings. Not the video. So they are releasing that episode now um animated what a great idea well so what i was thinking was there are do them all there are a ton of these episodes yeah that they have audio but no yeah uh, they should totally animate just them. animate them why yeah, not i why mean not? i suspect this is the this is a testing ground maybe to see what the reaction is sure. how it plays off what the ratings are but if they did a couple episodes a year as like filler episodes when doctor who is off the air Eventually, you'd have all the missing ones, and they right. would just be animated. And and who what what Doctor Who fan wouldn't check? I know I'd fucking check them out. So uh, yeah, that would be pretty awesome. So I'm looking forward to this. This is going to air uh, November 12th on BBC America. That's a Saturday, and uh, it's and also going to be probably... available on the BBC America app the next day. Oh, I thought I thought it would be actually BBC people would probably get to see it tomorrow. If that was yeah, the case. probably. Uh, the six-part adventure features the regeneration, or as it was called then, the renewal of the first Doctor, I'm sorry, um, into the second Doctor. So this was the transition from the first Doctor into the second Doctor. Why? I thought it was the fourth Doctor for some reason, but there you go. So I'm pretty excited for that. I'll definitely yeah, that's check cool. That I, hope yeah. They, uh, I hope they do more of those. That's a great idea, especially since they already have the audio. You know? And Why again, not? There's, there's a bunch of those episodes where they have, like, they have... Sp- parts of the episode right and then the audio for other parts and what they've done is on a, i've seen one or two of them where they'll show you like well, 10 minutes let's say of the episode and then it's like a still for 10 minutes with just audio playing right and then it picks back up where they have the footage again i think if they don't have any of the footage what they do is they animate the entire episode and that's what i think just reanimate the whole episode and then like on the dvd you can see the actual filmed parts. Sure. Like as an extra. Yeah, right. You give us bits episodes. and pieces or something. That would be great. I mean, I think that would be terrific. I think Doctor Who fans would be really behind that. And I would think it'd be a pretty good revenue stream. Yeah. You know? I mean, I don't know the cost to animate it, but I, I would think that they could I would think they could do a pretty basic animation style. Sure. With the cleaned up audio mm-hmm. and, and have a pretty good product. Why not? So, I think they should. With that though. Okay. We're going to take our first break. All righty. Um, with- we do have a brand new uh, game stuff this week. Oh. Logic. So we have that. And then when we does come he, back from the break, uh, Do you know, does he address those Red Dead Redemption rumors? I suspect because he knows that you are so beloved that that might be in there. But we're going to take a listen to it along with the audience for the first time. Oh. So let's do that now. All righty. <laughs> 
Ahoy, ahoy, and welcome to Game Stuff. I'm your host, Coke Logic. <laughs> Sony held their 2016 press conference, and everything people thought would happen, happened. For the most part. PlayStation Now was unceremoniously released on PC last week, and no callback. The rumor of a revised handheld console wasn't mentioned, and probably never existed, and almost no mention of a PlayStation VR. Which is odd, because virtual reality comes to PlayStation on October 13th. This press conference was all about announcing PlayStation 4 Slim and the PlayStation 4 Pro. The PlayStation 4 Slim will be your standard PlayStation 4 console that you can go out and buy today, but in a new form factor, which will be released on September 15th for $300. But that's not what you're here for. The big news is the announcement of what was formerly codenamed PlayStation 4 Neo, the PlayStation 4 Pro, which will be released on November 10th for $400. PlayStation Pro is a pretty underwhelming name. I prefer the obviously fanfiction title that was floating around for a few days. PlayStation Forever. While it might be a little reminiscent of Joel Schumacher, it just sounded like a company making a statement. Something a little less safe than PlayStation 4 Pro. This is my Pro Controller. This is my GoPro. This magazine is Game Pro. At any rate, the PlayStation 4 Pro has a better CPU, better GPU, faster RAM, a bigger hard drive, yada yada yada, all the things you'll need to finally have a home console that can hit 1080p at 60 frames per second. And this doesn't just go for the new upcoming games. Previously released games could get a patch to take advantage of the new hardware. Although any game released before October 13th is not held to this, but any game of importance might want to put out a patch, if not only to say thank you for playing our game at 24 frames per second. I'm looking at you, Fallout 4. And a quick reminder, no game will be released unless it can run on both PlayStation 4 Slim and PlayStation 4 Pro. So no one in the Sony family feels left out. But with only a $100 difference for almost four times the power, I'm not sure why you would buy a PlayStation 4 Slim over a Pro. You'd have to not do your homework or just not care. 1080p at 60 frames per second was the assumed target for this console generation, and both Sony and Microsoft went real cheap. Sony is fixing this problem with the PlayStation 4 Pro, and the Xbox has their upgraded console next year with Scorpio. Which Scorpio will be more powerful than the PlayStation Pro, but it is a year away. So, take your pick. Overall, it was not a very exciting conference, but all Sony needed to do was announce and clarify that there are two tiers of consoles, and they did that. They got that message out there, and in November, I will certainly be trading in or selling my PlayStation for a Pro to hopefully live the dream of a 1080p, 60 frames per second, no man's sky. Wait, that's no good. <laughs> and finally, Super Mario Run has been announced for the iPhone. While there is no release date, Super Mario Run is an endless runner, featuring Mario, vaulting through Mario-like levels. The exact thing gaming critics said would never happen when Nintendo announced their plans to develop for smartphones. Eat shit, games journalism. This is Coke Logic signing off for Game Stuff. Build the Millennium Falcon. A one to one replica of the original Empire Strikes Back movie prop. Working lights and stunning interior detail. Complete with a moving ramp. Build the Millennium Falcon step-by-step step with your comprehensive build guides, die-cast metal, and highly detailed resin parts. Call now or go online to buildmillenniumfalcon.com and get started today. Hey, freaks. Master. Master.
We have a visitor. This is Barry Boswick, sometimes known as Brad Majors, and I'm talking to Big Kev. How did it happen? And you're listening to him now on Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Keep listening, you freaks. I made you, and I can break you just as easily. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Super Mario Run. It's big. It is the death knell of the Nintendo console. I don't think so. Well, you're wrong. I'll tell you why. Because I don't think Nintendo... First of all, they have too many big games announced for the next, for the next generation console. Uh-huh. And I don't think that they will ever be able to put out those big, big games solely on mobile. You'll never have a Zelda game That's the whole, solely on mobile. That's the whole thing. What they'll, start do is, what they'll start doing is they'll stop making consoles. Right. And they'll start putting those games on other platforms. I don't know. That will ha- that will ha- this is it. This well, is the first I, I step think, in that happening. I think it's the first step in them finally branching out. I think it's all going to depend on how the next console actually does. And it's going to do what? I don't know. Better than the Wii U? We'll see. Well, we you never know. Uh, dude. What? You, I've They've heard gotten, some of the buzz around it. Is they have right? gotten... Wii like, U was a huge misstep. It, no one would disagree with exponentially that. Exponentially worse. Yeah. The, all of them have <clears throat> exponentially gone downhill every single time. Right. I boom, agree boom, with boom, you. Boom, I, boom. I think they're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. I just, I just don't think is, that... This, I think this is... Stepping on stage with yeah. Tim Cook and saying, we're now going to develop for the iPhone... And exclusively on the iPhone yeah, uh-huh. and Apple devices is that is the death knell of Nintendo as a console game company. It is. All right. And I, I will remind you, as I did earlier, Sega, uh, and I know Coke Logic will correct me on this if I'm wrong, Sega CD came out. Right. They canceled it before they put it on sale. Right. And literally there was whatever the games were. Uh, there was like four of them or six right. of them, whatever, and that was it. And it was gone. It was it was literally canceled before it came out. I'm not saying Nintendo's going to cancel it or anything like that, but at this point in the production, they certainly can't go fuck it and scrap it. They're not going to do that. What they're going to do is they're going to come out. They're going to have a meager. I think they're going to have a meager launch. They're going to have a meager, uh, you know, sort of pop on the handful of games that people will want to play on it. Right. And just like the Wii U or or worse than the Wii U, it will and it will just go away. I mean and like quick and quicker than the Wii U. Right. That's what I we'll think. See. And here's the reason. Because if Nintendo starts making games for other people and it looks like Apple's first, if they make a Zelda game for Xbox One or they enter into a, a if they enter into a, a deal with Sony where they're doing exclusive Nintendo branded games for the PlayStation, there's no need for a console. I, I agree with that, but it's a big leap from Apple to Xbox or Sony. That's just what you're wrong. You're wrong because that is the future. Okay. That is the future. The future of these little handheld games. Look at Pokemon Go. Absolutely. I mean, that's just one example, and that's the direction things are going in. So if you're and and don't forget, we're not just talking about the iPhone or the iPad. We're also talking about Apple's game system, the right, Apple yeah. TV, right? Which is now a fully functioning platform for gaming. And again, I'm sure Coke Logic will comment on this in the next game stuff. But that new Apple TV, 
has an app store filled with games. I know. And those games are just as uh, just as bright, just as detailed, just as playable as anything Nintendo puts out on their own platform. So I say, why on earth does Nintendo continue to throw bad money after bad money trying to make consoles when they can simply just start creating games, whether it's for Apple or PlayStation or Xbox or all, all the of them? Sure. Um, that's the that's the future of that company because right. at this point they just can't get a foot. I'm sorry, they just can't get a foothold. Can't get consoles. a foothold right. in, in in consoles. That's just my opinion. Coke logic. I'm waiting for your opinion. And also, whatever happened to the um, whatever happened to the Coke logic Red Dead updates uh, that we were supposed to get every maybe single... there was no credence to the to this possible week's well, updates. And well, he didn't want to. I thought what I understood us to be doing was saying as part of the game stuff segment, there would be a specific Red Dead uh, update where, you know, it would have its own like little intro and then there'd be like a little piece of news. Was that a conversation a you had without me? I don't that, remember that conversation. I, I thought for sure that we all had that conversation. I think you're hallucinating at one, again. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think you're hallucinating. Well, one of us is old and one of us is uh, not me. So Shut up, Mobius. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready? All right, Methuselah. I That's win. Right. Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> All right. First look at Gabriel Luna as Ghost Rider. The Robbie Reyes versions have popped up online, but not really. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Entertainment Weekly. I get it. I get it. You were excited to have him in his little his little cute jumpsuit. The first fucking look at Ghost Rider is not going to be a legit first look at Ghost Rider until I see his head on fire. And then it's the actual first look at Ghost Rider, and as in my opinion, yeah, I mean, what, and so, otherwise he's a guy in a jumpsuit. He's he's evil Knievel otherwise. Yeah, and we saw and we saw like the car where he's they too reveal, fast, too furious. Where they reveal the car? I don't was, it was it San Diego? Diego? I think yeah, right. Like and we saw the car and it was like, oh look, a black car. Like it's not, it's just not. Yeah. So what? Until you see the effect, right? Who gives a I shit? I want to see his head on fire. I don't even. Care. What's his name? The actor? I don't even care what he Gabriel looks like. Gabriel Luna. He literally could be anybody yeah. because if his head's not on fire, who gives a shit? That's right. I agree. I one hundred percent agree. God, it could be Mario Lopez as Ghost Rider. No one cares. We only want to see his head on fire. That would fire. be kind of funny though. I'm just saying, like it could be, it could be who played Zach Morris. It could be that guy, right? I hear you. I'm going. I'm going. I'll go through the whole goddamn please, cast please, of please, Saved by the Bell. Please don't. It could be Screech. It could be Screech. I, that's right. If his head's on, I like to just light Screech's head on fire. I'm just saying. But I mean, like it could be anybody. No one cares. Oh look, that's what he's gonna look like. Hey, look, he's wearing clothes, right? Reminiscent of the clothes the character wears in the comic book. What? That's insane. What a major breaking news announcement thing for a TV show no one likes. Ugh. Trailers this week. We got a new Star Wars Rebels promo. It was Thrawn-centric. Terrific. It looks great. So, Saturday, September, or not Saturday, uh, September 24th is when that comes back. So. so what's great about the Thrawn trailer in your opinion? Now, not about the trailer specifically. Yeah. Let's just say about Thrawn. What does, what does that mean to you, OG? Um... I don't know. It's. I mean, it's. It's. It looks like a great. Uh, it looks like a great interpretation of the character. Um, I'm curious to see how they mush him in there. Um, you know what it means to me? What we forgot both Snodgrass art and the Millennium Falcon phone number. Oh yeah, we'll get to it. 
<laughs> Let's do Thrawn real quick. Let's All finish right. up Thrawn and then we'll go back to both of those. All right. That seems fair. Um, we didn't forget about them. We just moved on and then we'll come back. They're both equally important. Here's what I think is important about Thrawn. Thrawn being in Rebels does exactly what Lucasfilm said they were going to do. And that is they are cherry picking expanded universe formerly known as the expanded universe for characters, for concepts and things that they can put in canon. Of course. Thrawn is the single best example of this because Thrawn is an amazing character. So here's my only concern. I agree with you 100%. I just... Thrawn is such an amazing character. Uh Uh-huh. That I don't think that he deserves to be sandwiched in here. Okay. I, I think he's a much... He, he's a character that could have been explored elsewhere Agreed. In, in, in much further depth. They have a very specific agenda sure. for the films. And there's no doubt, nobody sitting in this room, right. and no fan of Star Wars, especially fans of the EU, would ever say that they did not want to see Thrawn in film. Everybody wanted it. Sure. It's the most... I, I I mean, they're all too old now. It's too bad to do the Thrawn right. trilogy. It's, it's too bad because those stories are amazing and now they're decanonized right. and, and legends and all that nonsense. That's fine. The fact of the matter is, though, and what you have to take away from this decision, in my opinion, they used him. They oh, absolutely. They just write him off and be done with him. And I would rather have Thrawn in the universe interacting with some characters. And I'll take these because, man, I don't know if you watched the last season of Rebels. Yeah, I did. I'm but it was amazing. It was and the great. trailer for this season looks even better than last. So what I'm saying is I don't feel like it's sandwiching. I think it's what they're doing is they're using these characters to bolster up all over the place. All right. You could also see Thrawn in a young Han Solo movie. You could, right. The right. Who knows what his interactions are and and where he would out, where else he would fit in. The point is is if you have him in that timeline, right? And they're going to continue to make stuff in that timeline, which Rogue One is right. So depending on what happens to him in Rebels, he could easily show up in Rogue One, right? Even as a cameo. He could definitely show up in Young Han Solo, which takes place around the time of Rebels, if 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 I'm thinking correctly. It's got to be around that time. Yeah, I would think so. Or a little bit before. It's certainly, uh, certainly not Grand Admiral Thrawn, but certainly... Yeah, it's gotta uh, be, it actually has to take place probably before Rebels. Does it? Yeah, because Han is older than Leia, no? Yes. So Leia is already... You know, Leia's in her, what, mid to late teens in Rebels? I'd say late teens. Okay, so so Carrie young Fisher, Han Solo's got to be a little bit... Carrie Fisher, let's just take their actual ages for a minute. And I know you can, yes, you all can wiki this and find out what the actual ages are. Relax. Oh, whatever, yeah. Carrie Fisher's 19 when she makes Star Wars. Right. Ha, uh, Harrison Ford is, what, 30? Right, that's what that's what Something. I mean. So, so young so, Han's got to be yeah. a little before. Well, but Rebels. don't forget the guy they cast, not that young. 
No, I know, but timeline-wise, so, I think they got to put it... I think it would make more sense before Rebels. I'm not saying it, it wouldn't make more sense before Rebels, but let's not get off the point. The point no, is that Thrawn can certainly exist in that time period Absolutely. and can certainly be and look, a menace for young Thrawn, Han Solo. Thrawn could also come back someplace else down the line, Absolutely. too. He's young enough in Rebels, it looks like. Where he has the ability to maybe, come back. Maybe he's Snoke. Nah, let's start that, that rumor. Happen. Everybody is Snoke. Yeah. Shut up. All right. Let's move on from Thrawn. Millennium. Build the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> build the Millennium Falcon. Build Falcon.com. Absolutely one of the best. Speaking of Star Wars. Absolutely one of the best Star Wars collectibles I have personally ever seen. And I have seen them all. Now, I'm not saying I've seen them all like James Burns seen them all and still owns them all. I'm not going that depth. I'm not saying I've seen them all like Matt Booker from sure. Automatic Comics in Corsham. I'm not saying may I'm seeing maybe those guys have seen more than me. And James Burns has definitely seen more than I have. I'm not saying Steve Sansweet like I feel, I've seen. We feel you. I'm saying I've seen a lot of shit yeah, in, I mean. in, for a long time, and this thing is fucking amazing. And the best part about it is you're going to end up with a beautiful, full-scale, fully realized replica with lights, and you can mount it or it stands up, whatever you want to do. And guess what? You only paid a little bit a month for it. And guess what else? You get the fun of putting it together and building it. It is just amazing. From every angle, this is an amazing collectible. What is the phone number, OG? 877-544-6779. Or you can check them out online at buildmillenniumfalcon.com. Correct. And uh, do check them out. And speaking of checking them out, Snodgrass Art. That's right. Definitely Craig at Snodgrass Art on Instagram. Shop dot snodgrassart.com oh i thought for a second you were saying that his instagram was now definitely great no no that's not what oh I'm my god that would be hysterical <laughs> um so yeah check out snodgrass art shop.snodgrassart.com for darkly whimsical sci-fi and robot artwork for your home and brain prints starting as low as five dollars with new work being added i know all the time i've seen a whole bunch of new ones. and later this month he's going to be uh launching the Snodbots kickstarter campaign absolutely definitely going to be talking about that as closer did to you see launch. those pictures they look awesome they look amazing so check them out and of course if you go to shop.snodgrassart.com and use code big kev you're going to get 15 percent off of your first order Ooh, that big kev is really providing so savings to people go. big kev over at shop.snodgrassart.com all right a couple more things before we can wrap up this episode sir <laughs> i was just about to uh i was just about to say um suburban vinyl no <laughs> no ixnay on the ob urban say urban vinyls say uh, Max Steel, an action figure line I never cared about, an animated series I've never seen an episode of, but the trailer for that live action film looks halfway decent. So here's my thing with this. Yeah. I, I, I really only remember seeing these toys. Right. Like in the last couple of years, I thought it was like a new thing. No, like 97. But now that I looked, I see some of the photos. I see some photos sure. from way back then. And what I recall about these is when OG and I used to go to Toy Fair, right. and this was a Mattel line, this would be one of the parts of the Mattel tour that we were like, we don't really need to see this. Yeah, it was. It felt like one of those properties where like you saw maybe some potential, but you were like, yeah, but is it is it Masters of the Universe? 
is it is it is, <laughs> is it, it DC? DC? Now is it WWE? Is it now? All right, later. Like you know what I mean? Like it just felt it was one of those lines I never cared about. But I gotta tell you, man, I watched that live action trailer. It looks halfway decent. I definitely think I definitely think I might check it out. I think my son might even like it. He's young, but I think he really? it looks kind of cool. Yeah, huh. look, the concept is pretty neat. It looks kind of silly, but uh-huh. not campy right. or crappy. Just kind of kind of silly okay. in a superhero sort of way, skewing a little yeah. younger. But it looks good. Kay. I'm not gonna lie. I think it can't looks can't be good. as bad as those Power Rangers you let that kid watch. I know movies coming out soon too. Oh no! I'm gonna be dragged to that. Oh no! I ain't, I ain't escaping. Are one. you gonna go to the dine-in so you could drink? Hell yes, <laughs> I am. I like an extra large triceratop <laughs> mug, please, filled with your finest ale, sir. What do you have that is extraordinarily alcoholic? Yeah, <laughs> I'll yeah. have two. Yeah, blue something. You got something good? All right. One last thing, very quickly. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't even want to do this. To be quite honest with you, Monsters Unleashed, oh, the new Marvel dude. book line coming out. I actually, I'm somewhat excited by this, only because of the the, um, the, the list of the artists that are going to well, be working on it. Yeah. McNiven, you, uh, Kubert, Laraka. Right? One of the. Um, I like Sal Laraka. I like Adam Kubert. I like McNiven. Um. I like Greg Land. I mean, there's some good titles. And I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I like Man-Thing. Man-Thing is one of those, like, goofy characters right. that I always kind of dug. Poor man's sa- um, uh, Swamp Thing? Yeah. So, I, I don't know. It, this So, this is a new series of books coming out um, next year. I'm trying to read here. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm reading it too. Um, Fringe debate even revolved around yeah. the initials no. marking the return of right. The so this is something they've been. They, this is something. Mu was a campaign that uh-huh. they were they were teasing for a week or two, and a lot of people were speculating what the Mu was, and they finally confirmed it. But look, it's it's kind of a throwback to those to those like monster books, like uh, no, the classic horror books, yeah. of the 60s and seventies, tales from the. Dark and you know, all that stuff. Strange Tale. Right? Uh, Tales from the Crypt was one of those types of books back then. Those are all those EC books, yeah. right? That didn't make the comic code. In a weird way, I'm more interested in the fringe Marvel books than I am the core books. And so take that well, combined with... I was going to say, if they don't have anything to yeah, do with the Marvel Universe, take they're that, already got a leg up. Combine it with the artist lineup they have. I'm actually pretty interested in this. I will definitely check this out when it comes out next year. Frankenstein's Monster, The Man-Thing, Wolfman, yeah. or Werewolf by Night, they're saying, and other creatures. Uh, Pre-Comic Code Authority strips, which give... Oh, they're going to just kind of... Looks like they're going to reprint some stuff in there, too. I'm okay with all those things, though. stuff. Huh. That's right. really interesting, certainly. And I have one last thing for product, unless you have something else. Oh, what product? R2B00. Coming to uh, Disneyland and Disney World. It already <sighs> was on the Shop Disney Parks app and has since disappeared. Now, I don't know if that means it's going to come back at some point. But this is the new Halloween-themed Astromech. Build a droid, packaged droid, exclusive to the parks. Oh, he looks no. awesome. Really, kind of like a pick? gray and yeah, gray and green and orange. Oh come on! Um, so I already have the feelers out there. Anybody going to the parks? Yeah, because um, we need four. Well, I need two. OG probably just needs one. 
Oh, look at that. Yeah, he looks pretty great. That is banging. So it's R2B00, R2Boo. R2Boo. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I hope that he pops back up on the on the app because I'll grab him from the app. Even the shit I went through last time. Right. Just to have one even loose because he's already going for 30 bucks on eBay. So if you know – if you're going to a park or you know someone that's going to be at a park – um, and you can ask him to keep an eye out for him. You know, Who a couple of fellers that are looking. I've already reached out to a couple of people. Who do I know that's so, going to the park? You know. Oh, I. Oh, but that's not till Christmas. That won't work. And I'm look. I'm going to be at Disneyland in November, but I'm afraid by then it will be gone. No, uh-uh. Because so, apparently, all those park ones stay there for a long time. Yes, except that. These are Halloween specific releases. They are not oh, like so you think random part of the. No, they might not pull them, but because the Halloween events are so big, right? And Rogue One is around the corner, right. and all the Rogue One toys are coming so out you're, soon. You're, you're I'm thinking, concerned that they uh, might actually sell. Through. Now I'm concerned. I'm concerned they might actually sell. And through. so it was on the app, and then it disappeared. Did you call them up and be like, "I have hey, not yet I tried was to call in the middle up. of putting this order in, but, and it but the app says they are available in stores only now." There's a little thing. It, but although I can't even find it on the app, they've pulled it from the app entirely. Right. Apparently. After it was pulled from the app there for a while, there was like an in-store only thing. Right. So I'm, I'm banking on friends that I know that are going. So Do we know um, people that are going. I, I've I've asked a couple of people that I know that frequent it. Uh. So if, if you're going to be there in either of the two parks, I'm and reaching you see out. It, let us know. I need um, we're two. Definitely interested. But one R2 nicely B00. carded. One nicely carded, and I'll take a crappy one to open. And I'll keep checking. He, they pop up All on right. Amazon from time to time. They definitely are on eBay already. Again, but they're twenty five, thirty. Forget bucks. that. What's the retail? 15, oh, see, no, no. And it's twenty five or thirty plus shipping. So no, you're probably looking at like thirty five. No, I can't. Or thirty two or whatever. No, it is. I can't do yeah, that. Yeah, it's too much. So anyway, if you see those, keep an eye out for them for your old pals. Yeah. And, of course, that wrap-up music, Big Kev, is telling us that it is time to go. Oh, is that what that is? It is. I thought I was having a seizure. No, you're not having a seizure. Uh, Don't forget, you can check us out online each and every week over at bkgeekstuff.com. Of course, the Begathon is going on and going strong, and we need your help. Every little bit helps. Don't be shy. Don't be bashful. Your dollar, two dollar, five dollar, ten dollar donation is needed, wanted, and appreciated. You can do it uh, in the ways we described by going over to BK Geek Stuff and using the PayPal button. Or you can go directly to PayPal and the email address is BigKevsGeekStuff at gmail.com. Yes. So there's that. Right. Um, and also, I'm forgetting something. All the social media. Oh, that. Uh, K.R. Marlowe, K. Robert Marlowe, Twitter and Instagram. Geek Stuff OG across all of the platforms. I know. And BK Geek Stuff for you on both or no? BK Geek Stuff on, on Twitter. Twitter. Big Kev GS on Instagram. On Instagram. So check out, uh, check us out there. Yes. And hopefully, uh, you know, we'll have some stuff. Geek Flea is coming up in November. We'll have that. New York Comic Con, of course, is in October. And say, Booth number, hopefully coming soon. <laughs> DBD. Uh, and let's just put this out there. The GVM line. 425-920-6050. If you'd like to hear yourself. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no. I was going to say, if you had uh, comments about this or any other uh, program that we've done, questions, concerns, something you'd like to hear us talk about, you can give us a call at the GVM line. 425-920-6050. And you may... I don't know why you said it weird. You may hear yourself. (laughs) You just said it weird. It threw me. 
That's how I you used may to say hear it. you may hear yourself on an upcoming episode of Big Heavy Geek Stuff, yes. uh, where we're addressing your issue or concern. Uh, thanks to Coke Logic yes. for the game stuff, and we're looking forward to the um, uh, the Red Dead segment. Sure, from now on, and uh, with that, Big Cat, we will bring this episode to a close. OG, the way we end some episodes by saying, "Troll the respawn, Jeremy." And on that note, we cue the music. Roads go ever, ever on Over rock and under tree By caves where never sun has shone By streams that never find the sea Roads go ever, ever on Under cloud and under star Yet feet that wandering have gone Will turn at last to home afar Over snow by winter sown And through the merry flowers of June Over grass and over stone Under the mountains in the moon Roads go ever, ever on Over rock and under tree By caves where never sun has shone by streams that never find the sea.